Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Clear and cool moving through the remainder of the evening as winds continue to ease. Temperatures fall through the 40s, eventually the 30s. We'll see mid-20s to lower 30s by early tomorrow morning. Partly cloudy on Wednesday, mid-40s to around 50 degrees. Stray showers late tomorrow night. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Steve Rudin in the First Alert Weather Center. We have lots of sunshine right now. 46 in Oxon Hill, but 43 degrees in Sterling. At 359. You're listening to WTOP, Washington's top news, live, local, 24-7. This hour of news is sponsored by Lido Pizza. Lido Pizza never cuts corners. Good afternoon, I'm Ann Kramer. And I'm Sean Anderson. Coming up... A new year and the same fascinating issue, the potential move to Alexandria by the Capitals and Wizards. Who's going to pay for a possible new arena in Potomac Yard? I'm Scott Gelman. New this afternoon, why has Harvard University's president resigned? The driver of a car filled with gas canisters appeared to intentionally plow into a crowd in Rochester, New York. We'll have the latest from CBS News in seconds, then go in-depth with senior investigative correspondent Catherine Herridge at 415. COVID-19, RSV, the flu, they're all out there. What you need to know. I'm Kate Ryan. It is 4 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by O'Reilly Auto Parts. I'm Monica Ricks. Harvard's President Claudine Gay announced her resignation today, weeks after facing backlash over her testimony at a congressional hearing. New York Representative Elise Stefanik questioned her about an increase in anti-Semitism on college campuses in response to the war between Israel and Hamas. And Dr. Gay, at Harvard, does calling for the genocide of Jews violate Harvard's rules of bullying and harassment, yes or no? It can be, depending on the context. Gay later faced plagiarism accusations. These plagiarism claims arose soon after the fallout from that congressional hearing. And in fact, Claudine Gay was forced to make corrections to her dissertation. She studied at Harvard, received her Ph.D. there. That's CBS's Nicole Killian. Gay had only led the university for six months. Police have ruled out terrorism in a New Year's Day crash that killed two people in Rochester, New York. Police Chief Daniel Smith. Avery sped up, crossed into the oncoming lane of traffic, and appears to have intentionally been driving towards the pedestrian crossing. The driver also died. BART Transit services are back to normal now in San Francisco, a day after a fiery derailment there injured nine people. It's still unclear what caused it. We're learning more about a Japan Airlines crash that killed five people in Tokyo. Japan Airlines Flight 516, arriving from Shin Chitose Airport in Hokkaido, was about to land at Tokyo's Haneda Airport when it collided with a Coast Guard cargo plane and caught fire. Horrified witnesses would describe a sea of flames. All the passengers managed to escape before the Airbus A350 quickly disintegrated. CBS's Lucy Kraft reports the Coast Guard plane had been carrying supplies for earthquake victims in Japan, where at least 55 people have died. Raw beef is being recalled just in time for dinner. Valley Meats of Illinois is recalling 6,700 pounds of its raw ground beef products shipped to distributors in Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, and Michigan. It's due to possible E. coli contamination. The U.S. Department of Agriculture, Food Safety, and Inspection Service says the products, mostly in the form of patties, were distributed to restaurants and other places. The government says it should be thrown out. 
Matt Piper, CBS News. Someone in Michigan just won a life-changing $842 million after buying a Powerball ticket at a liquor and food store near Flint. Bill Nanoshi owns it. Usually you hear stuff like that happening in different states, so it's it's great. It's great for this community. I mean, Grand Blank is, is an awesome place to, to work and, and live in. It was the fifth largest Powerball prize ever. This is CBS News. Think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Get the parts and service you need fast from the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts. 403 on WTOP on this Tuesday, January 2nd, 2024. We have sunny skies now. We're at 45 in D.C. Good afternoon. I'm Sean Anderson. And I'm Ann Kramer. Our top local story this hour, we are getting some more details about the finances of potentially moving the Wizards and Capitals out of D.C. and into Alexandria's Potomac Yard neighborhood. You'll remember the big announcement a few weeks ago from the team's owner that he plans to move them into a new arena as part of a sports complex there in the coming years. Well, now questions are being asked about who will pay for that new facility. Alexandria's mayor tells WTOP Scott Gelman it is not going to be Virginia taxpayers. Instead, Mayor Justin Wilson says Monumental will pay up front to start construction on a possible Potomac Yard Arena. And that debt will be paid off by ongoing rent that Monumental will pay. They will pay a, a, an ongoing rent payment every year. Money generated from events and restaurants at the new complex will be used to pay for the rest. These are not revenues that can be used for police and fire and teachers and, and all the other priorities of local and state government. In a recent newsletter, Wilson wrote the city will pay for 5% of the $2 billion project. Monumental sports and new tax revenue from the site will pay the balance. We're not taking city tax dollars right now and funding the arena. Wilson tells WTOP how the project will be paid for is top of mind for many Alexandria residents. Scott Gelman, WTOP News. What about the Nationals who continue to play here in the nation's capital? The D.C. Council Chair has introduced a legislation to keep Nats Park up to date and in good repair. The measure comes after the mayor and the Nationals reached a deal last fall that would mean millions earmarked for updates to the ballpark. It's now 15 years old, believe it or not. Chair Phil Mendelson says his measure sets up what's called a ballpark maintenance fund. Money for the fund would come from ballpark sales tax revenue and rent paid from the lease. Anything left over from that balance, it would go into that fund as well. Now, among other parts of the legislation, Events DC, which runs Nats Park, is also going to be required to turn in an annual spending report to the mayor and the council. Mendelssohn says the district must keep that ballpark up to date. It's 4.05. We have been telling you about thieves targeting people for their expensive winter coats in the D.C. region during the past month. Apparently, it's happened again. NBC4 reports a man was robbed of his Canada Goose jacket and other items on Elm Street. D.C. police say the victim told officers he was walking when someone came up from behind him and put a rifle in his back. The victim tells investigators moments later a car pulled up and a second suspect got out with a gun, demanded he give him all of his belongings. The suspects then took off, heading east on T Street Northwest. The victim also told police the suspects fired several shots across the street during the robbery and some of the bullets went into a house. Earlier this month, D.C. police said a group of thieves stole the same type of coat from a cyclist. 406, the number of people heading to the doctor's office with flu-like symptoms is up. The CDC shows D.C. and Maryland in the high range, Virginia in the very high range. So what should you do? It's not too late to get vaccinated against COVID-19, the flu, or RSV, says Dr. Andrew Pekosh 
a virologist at the Johns Hopkins University's Bloomberg School of Public Health. Because we expect to see high numbers of respiratory virus cases for the next couple of weeks. If you do come down with symptoms, there are antivirals, says Pekosh, but you do need to get tested. You have to go to your pharmacy or to your medical doctor to get the test to know if you're infected with RSV or influenza. It's not as easy as it is with COVID-19. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. 406, now the latest on that rumbling that so many WTOP listeners felt overnight. Montgomery County folks were shaken out of the bed by a small earthquake. The story now from WTOP's Luke Lukert. The epicenter was two miles west of Rockville. The 2.3 magnitude quake was likely caused by activity thousands of miles away, according to Rebecca Cabbage-Adams with the Maryland Geological Survey. Even though the bedrock is fairly solid, there are very, very old breaks. But in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean, the North American plate is spreading away from the European plate, and that builds stress, causing old fault lines to have minor quakes. And we may see some aftershocks. It would be small, meaning as small as or around the same size as the one that occurred last night. Luke Luger, WTOP News. Well, you know this. This high cost of living and borrowing, buying a home right now may seem unattainable. According to the Washington Post, for millennials, living with their parents has become the popular way to save enough money to buy their own home. Just some of the folks that we talked to, they were able to save up enough for a down payment while living with their parents for even a year if they had a good paying job. And a lot of that did happen during the pandemic. If you can pay no rent or discounted rent, then it makes it a lot easier to save for that initial down payment that I think was very difficult for millennials. Washington Post business reporter Julian Mark, who joined us a bit earlier here on WTOP, child care, student loans, renting, they're all contributing to this trend. Coming up in Money News after traffic and weather. Turns out we don't mind ads in streaming services. I'm Jeff Glable. It's 408. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks and Dave Dildine in the WTOP Traffic Center. And a few slowdowns on the Capitol Beltway, Outer Loop near River Road, Interloop near Connecticut, Kenilworth, and Central Avenue. No major incidents on the Beltway this hour and overall less traffic compared to a typical Tuesday. Central Avenue westbound still blocked at Garrett A. Morgan Boulevard. Crash response there ongoing eastbound 214 open. Route 50 between Chevrolet and Kent Island, not bad. Just brief delay stepping onto the uh, eastbound span of the Bay Bridge in the absence of two-way traffic, two lanes shorebound and two lanes westbound toward Annapolis. Waldorf, the uh, police response to what was reported as that uh, bus crash on uh, Berry Road, 228 eastbound near Western Parkway, now consolidated in the left turn lane, so delays have eased back quite a bit since our last report. In Virginia, on 66, some minor westbound slowing near Fairfax and Centerville. There was a brief lived incident westbound west of Marshall near Delaplane. That may have moved out of the way. Delays appear to be easing, or at least advancing, closer to Delaplane. 95, generally heavy both ways between Belvoir and Dale City through Woodbridge. And in southern Fairfax County, head-on crash early in the afternoon. The investigation keeps Henderson Road blocked about midway between 123 and Hampton Road. Go electric, the Fitzway. Looking for an electric car? Try the new Subaru, Solterra, Hyundai Ioniq, or Toyota BZ4X. State and federal incentives available. Go electric at Fitzmall.com. I'm Dave Dildine, WTOP Traffic. Let's check in with 7 News First Alert meteorologist Steve Rudin. Our skies stay clear for the remainder of the evening and into the overnight as temperatures slowly fall. We'll be in the mid-20s to lower 30s by early tomorrow morning. Mix of sun and clouds 
on your Wednesday with temperatures mid-40s to around 50 degrees. A few stray showers late tomorrow evening. Thursday and Friday were dry, but all eyes are on the weekend looking at a winter storm that could bring snow, a wintry mix, or all rain. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Steve Rudin in the First Alert Weather Center. Sunny skies all around this afternoon. We've hit 47 in Springfield. 44 Farragut Square in D.C. We've got 43 in Laurel. Brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest. Conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. WTOP at 410. Money News 10 and 40 past the hour. Let's go to Jeff Claybaugh. Elon Musk's X is now worth less than a third of what it was when he paid for it. Based on a new estimate from X Investor Fidelity, Fidelity has cut the valuation of its ex-holdings several times since helping Musk close the Twitter deal. Smile Direct Club, which filed for bankruptcy last fall, is shutting down for good. The Tooth Alignment Company has canceled orders that haven't been shipped. Its lifetime guarantee is now worthless. Smile Direct Club settled a D.C. lawsuit over consumer protection violations last year. We are cutting back on streaming services. The Wall Street Journal says about 25% of U.S. subscribers have canceled at least three of them. We are going for cheaper ad-free versions. A third of new Netflix subscribers pick the ad-supported one. First trading day of the new year, and it didn't turn out well. The Dow did finish the day up 26 points, but the S&P 500 lost 27.5% loss. The Nasdaq down 245 points. That was 1.6%. The Nasdaq's worst day since October. Jeff Clayball, WTOP News. Money News brought to you by Whole Foods Market. Save on salmon at Whole Foods Market. Sustainable, wild-caught, tropical, marinated, and plain sockeye salmon fillets are 25% off with Prime through March 28th. While supplies last, shop in-store or online. Terms apply. Coming up on WTOP. A chance for local businesses to be given thousands of dollars worth of coaching and consulting. I'm Nick Alinelli. 412. They want you to change your name. Archie Leach doesn't cut it. Anything come to mind? Cary Grant. He was Hollywood's greatest leading man. Ah, Cary Grant is a character. Be very careful about how he's perceived. Yet few truly knew him. I have loved a lot of people. And everyone's broken my heart. I'll never let you go, Archie. Based on the remarkable true story. You know what's wrong with you? No, why? Nothing. Jason Isaacs is Archie. The Man Who Became Cary Grant, now streaming only on BritBox. America's capital markets are the strongest and safest in the world. But why do they matter to you? When you buy a plane ticket, shop for food, sign a lease, or save for retirement, capital markets make those transactions secure and affordable. But now the Federal Reserve is considering Basel III Endgame, which will weaken capital markets. That means higher risk for the economy and higher costs for you. No wonder experts everywhere have doubts about Basel III Endgame. Maybe you should, too. Paid for by Center Forward. This is John from 2060 Digital, and our partners are asking what will be the most significant trends for digital marketing in 2024. With a growing number of tools and privacy policies, digital advertising is becoming more complex. It's critical to tie your marketing spend to business results. To prepare for the new year, review your website analytics, ads platforms, and internal systems, to ensure they work together to provide a clear ROI. For more questions and tips, 
Visit us at 2060digital.com slash DC. Coming up, we are digging into that mysterious deadly crash in Rochester, New York. Was it terrorism or something else? We'll go live to CBS News correspondent Catherine Harridge in 60 seconds. Timing is everything. And if you've been looking for a luxury vehicle, look no further than Select Auto Imports in Alexandria. For 37 years, Select Auto Imports has saved you thousands off MSRP on pre-owned BMWs, Mercedes-Benz, Audi, and Range Rovers. Now we're expanding and need room for our new showroom. That means lower prices just got lower. Check out hundreds of luxury vehicles at SelectAutoImports.com or visit us on Van Dorn Street in Alexandria. These savings won't last forever. SelectAutoImports.com. From the 110 people that currently work at Rocky Gorge Animal Hospital, we wish you a healthy, happy, and safe holiday season. We're confident if everyone in the world could feel the serenity of a cold nose, warm lick, or soothing purr, they would surely act differently, and just maybe the world would be a more peaceful place. Hug your pets this holiday season and enjoy some unconditional love. Rocky Gorge Animal Hospital. Always here for you and your pets for the past 73 years. Washington's top news. WTOP. Facts matter. 415, I'm Ann Kramer. And I'm Sean Anderson. Thanks for being with us. Three people are dead, several others hurt in an explosion less than an hour into the new year. A Ford Expedition police say filled with at least a dozen gas canisters sped up and smashed into another SUV around 1250 in the morning, January 1st. It happened as people left a concert at the Kodak Theater in Rochester, New York. The driver has been identified as 35-year-old Michael Avery, who was from the Syracuse area. He died at the hospital. Joining us live on Skype, CBS News Senior Investigative Correspondent Catherine Herridge. Great to have you back, Catherine. Thanks so much. Thanks, as always, for having me. So what more are you learning about this suspect and the days leading up to the attack? Well, what we're learning through police contacts is that the suspect traveled to the Rochester area a couple of days uh, after Christmas and checked into a hotel and then rented this larger SUV from the Rochester airport and then began the process of making multiple purchases of gasoline and gas containers. So it shows a significant amount of premeditation. And for investigators, the suspect had four days to change their mind, but still went through with this attack. Catherine, the FBI got involved. There was talk of possible domestic terrorism. Is there any evidence that goes to that as a motive here? Well, so far, there's no evidence of a motive, except investigators are saying they're not finding a political or ideological incentive, and they think the suspect acted alone. There was no suicide note, they said, or a journal at the hotel, but it's still early in the investigation. And it's a reminder of this threat of a lone actor, what that can look like. This has all of the hallmarks of a lone actor, as well as what's called a vehicle ramming incident. And at this point, how much of a role are federal agencies playing in this investigation? Well, as you mentioned, you both mentioned, there's been no uh, identified connection to terrorism. But the FBI's Joint Terrorism Task Force is, is supporting the investigation. And they've got all those tools in their toolbox they can bring to bear on those days leading up to the attack to thoroughly understand the suspect who they were in contact with, um, their state of mind, uh, based on conversations with the suspect's family. They may, they think it may be a case, uh, unfortunately, of someone with an undiagnosed mental health uh, challenge. Catherine, thank you so much, as always. You're welcome. CBS News Senior Investigative Correspondent Catherine Herridge. 
top stories we're working on for you right now on WTOP. Harvard President Claudine Gay has resigned after being accused of plagiarism and a poor response to anti-Semitism on campus. People are still talking about that early morning earthquake felt by many WTOP listeners in Rockville and elsewhere in Montgomery County. We are seeing rising rates of flu, COVID, and RSV. Can mask mandates be far behind in our region? We'll keep it here for full details in the minutes ahead. It's 418. Traffic and weather on the 8s. We start with Dave in the traffic center. And not too bad on the Capitol Beltway. Just a few slowdowns here and there, like the outer loop from River Road to the Legion Bridge, inner loop rounding past Connecticut, and into Greenbelt, and some slight slowing near Landover Road. Uh, back in Montgomery County, there's a crash. On River Road, westbound at Little Falls Parkway, single file to the left, getting by the police cruiser and the response. Heading westbound on River Road in Prince George's County. Crashes on a couple of avenues. Central Avenue, westbound, no longer blocked at Garrett A. Morgan Boulevard. You get by the remaining response to the right. Eastbound lanes open. Pennsylvania Avenue, Route 4, southbound, slows from the Beltway. And past Suitland Parkway, getting by crash response, single file on Route 4, Pennsylvania Avenue. Southbound, leaving Forestville. Route 50 between the Beltway at Annapolis, fine. Eastbound minor slowing at the Bay Bridge. No two-way traffic at the moment. BW Parkway just a little heavy both ways through Greenbelt. 270 northbound, a couple of slowdowns between Clarksburg and Frederick, but nothing to fear. In Virginia, 66 westbound. Brief delays near Fairfax and Centerville. Some slow traffic westbound through Della Plain. I don't know what's going on. It might be a mobile work zone or something, but um, westbound on I-66. Uh, definitely a slowdown near Della Plain. 95 southbound routine volume delays from Newington and Lorton into Woodbridge. Henderson Road remaining blocked west of 123. Crash response there. For victims of drunk and drug driving, your grief is unique, but you are not alone. You always have a place at MAD. Call the 24-hour victim helpline at 877-MAD-HELP or visit MAD.org. Dave Doline, WTOP Traffic. All right, off we go to 7 News. First alert, Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson. Veronica, we've got this gorgeous winter afternoon going. You've been dropping a couple of hints about what we might be getting over the weekend. What are you seeing here in the days ahead? Yeah, for snow lovers, this could be a a fun week weekend for them. Listen, guidance still trending towards some accumulating snowfall parts of our area on Saturday. Looking more favorable for that area, I-95 corridor and west. So much of it's still dependent on the track, and I got to tell you, more and more, it's looking like we're going to have marginally cold air around here. So, if we can cool the atmosphere enough as that snow starts to fall, we've got a better chance as we get into the uh, Saturday evening and Saturday overnight. That's when I think we're going to see more of the stickage happening, even west of the area. But still a lot of question marks, a lot of time to sort things out here. But snow for some, accumulating snowfall, and a wintry mix or just plain old rain for others. Again, so much of it depending on the track and the timing here. Right now we've got uh, temperatures out there that are in the 40s across the area, lower to mid-40s. We'll see those temperatures drop to 30s, even 20, sub-freezing by early Wednesday morning. It is going to be another nice day. Partly sunny skies expected, just shy of 50 degrees, so a little warmer than today. And in my opinion the nicest of the week here on Thursday. You're into the mid-40s, early part of the day. There might be a few stray rain showers around the area. Otherwise, still quiet and quiet on Friday with a high temperature around 40 degrees. And this weekend, again, we talked about what the scenario could be for Saturday playing out, but it is also going to be cold and blustery with flurries ending Sunday morning. Could have some wind gusts about 20 to uh, upwards uh, 30 miles per hour, and that could deliver wind chill temperatures Sunday. Going to the game, commanders, oh, it's a cold one. 20s to start the day, 30s 
low to mid 30s for the afternoon. So we're really going to be uh, bundled up. But uh, Saturday, again, the uh, potential for a winter storm that could bring everything from snow to that wintry mix and a cold rain for some. Bailey's Crossroads now at 44 degrees, 42 in Gaithersburg and Centerville, Virginia at 43. Thanks, Veronica. Coming up on WTOP, as you look at how much you're spending in the new year, have you decided a couple streaming services have got to go? We'll hear from the Wall Street Journal, 422. The much-anticipated Washington, D.C. Auto Show returns to the Washington Convention Center Friday, January 19th through Sunday, January 28th. Auto manufacturers showcase their latest models. Indoor and outdoor ride-and-drives provide the ultimate automotive experience. And tailored pavilions with new features promise to deliver fresh and thrilling fun. Make plans for the whole family and immerse yourself in the world of cars and future mobility at the Washington Washington, D.C. Auto Show, January 19th through 28th. Tickets at WashingtonAutoShow.com. At Cabinet Discounters, we truly love what we do. Transforming kitchens, bathrooms, basements, any room. Creating new ways to help you achieve your vision. And all within your budget. Visit one of our seven showrooms. Sit down with an experienced designer and build the kitchen or bathroom of your dreams. Call or go online today and schedule a free consultation at CabinetDiscounters.com. It's Cabinet Discounters, proud to serve you for over 40 years. Think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Get the parts and service you need fast from the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts. This is WTOP News. It's 423. How many streaming services do you pay for? There are so many to choose from these days and information shows people are starting to jump ship. November numbers from subscription analytics provider Antenna show about a quarter of streaming service subscribers canceled at least three of their services in the past two years. So what's behind this exodus? We've reached a point where streaming consumers are looking at their bills growing and growing as streamers try to increase prices to improve their own profitability. And households are saying, wait a second, we're paying a lot of money, almost close to what we had in the old cable days for these streaming services. Which ones can we afford to live without? Which ones do we only want to pay for when there's a hit show that we like? So really what's happening is consumers are getting a lot savvier at turning these services on and off as their hit shows come and go. Wall Street Journal, Los Angeles Bureau Chief Sarah Krause, who joined us earlier here on WTOP. While cancellation rates are high, Krause adds a lot of people will return to various streaming services sometimes within a year of when they quit. Small business owners looking to improve in certain areas or maybe expand their reach are getting another round of assistance from Fairfax County. Let's get the story from WTOP's Nick Ionelli. We've been pleased with the number of applications so far. The first window for applications for Fairfax County's Thrive program just closed, but a second is opening soon on January 16th. So small business owners are being encouraged to get their applications ready now. The program provides coaching and targeted consulting valued up to $10,000 per business. I'm talking about subject matter experts in the categories broadly of marketing, operations, and financial literacy. Jamie Gaucher with the county's Department of Economic Initiatives. We want to reach as many types of businesses across the county as we possibly can. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. Sports at 25 and 55. George Wallace, we are talking commanders, end of the season, possibly a new coach. Yeah, a lot's going to happen between now and uh, Mm. after Super Bowl, depending on which direction they decide to go, which Mm -hmm. playoff teams they look to uh, get to you know, pursue people mm-hmm. from. So we'll see as uh, final week of the regular season is here. Washington getting set to face Dallas. Ron Rivera spoke today. Will not name a starting quarterback just yet. Says he doesn't have to do it till tomorrow. So he won't tell us 
until tomorrow. He was asked some questions about the end of the season and possibly the end of his tenure here. If that were to be the case, he's most proud of what over the last four years? What we've done with the culture. I, I think that was one of the things that, uh, you know, somebody asked me 